0: Today is Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. And this is episode number 573 of Barry on Deck. What is this? Entertainment. What is this? I don't understand. What? Hello. Hey, welcome to the program. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Sorry about yesterday, cats and kitties, uh, family, and uh, friends. Um,. Sometimes you're the windshield, sometimes you're the bug in this life we call streaming. I don't know. Uh, stuff went down, just did, didn't work. Uh, the PC was not Heck cooperating, yeah. the software was not cooperating, but we're back and we're good and we, uh, we've, we've rebuilt and we're back better than ever. And yes, we're streaming again, both on YouTube and on Twitch for the first 30 minutes of the show. Uh so if you're joining us on YouTube, make sure before the 30 minutes is up, which will be at uh excuse me, another 28 minutes or so. Make sure you hop on over and follow us and watch twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. Um yeah, of all days not to stream, right? That was the 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 the, the I wish that I would have had the software problems on Monday, because then I could have watched the parade if I so chose to. Uh, but no. No, instead, I decided to do it on Tuesday, election day. I didn't even uh, have to go vote because we, we early voted. But, uh, yeah, it was not fun. Um, but we're back. And the good news is we didn't lose all the shit. I didn't have to recreate everything that I use on here. So that that was the good news. Um, but we got a lot to get to because we didn't get to it yesterday. Uh, feels like 2020 in this house. That Truck Driver Pookie over on YouTube. Yeah, we will be... Uh, We'll be doing this experiment for uh, two weeks, I think. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. Um, you know, just trying to do my part. Helping out Twitch. They asked uh, for volunteers. And you know me. I'm the corporate guy. Always trying to do my part. So, we're doing the experiment. Um, so, shout out to all two of you <laughs> that got the notification on the YouTubes. Um and by the way, shout out to Titan Hugo, listening on Podbean. pod bean. So uh, we do have a ton to get to. We didn't get to all the NFL on Monday. We absolutely did not cover all the games that I wanted to cover. So we got to discuss that. The college football playoffs uh, week two edition is out. We got to talk about the big winners and the big losers. And, you know, the narrative has been, is Bama done? Is Clemson done? I mean, we could pretty much just end the show. Yes, yes. Good night. See y'all tomorrow. <laughs> but... But we still have plenty to talk to. I know some of you do your own rankings. Uh, Tiger Stripe uh, sent me his and was like, "Check it out." And I was like, "That's interesting." Now I don't want you all to send me your rankings. I I I say this with the most amount of love and sincerity that I can. Uh, I don't care about your rankings. I I just I I mean, there's there's hundreds of you, right? And if all of you sent me your rankings, it would be uh, ridiculous. Um, so, but I, but I, I don't care about them individually, uh, on the internet, but I care about them in the chat. So that's what I want to know. I want to know. We're going to see, like, I want you guys, when we get to it, not now, assholes, not now, but when we get to it, uh, I want you to give me your top four or maybe your top six and we'll see what order you have those in. So, uh, Reese's, I w- I would agree with that Virginia Budweed. So we're going to do that as well. We got NFL, we got NBA, uh, all kinds of stuff. I got your sports headlines for you. We got a birthday that we didn't get to, uh, that we have to get to as well. And hey, Potch, uh, thank you for resubscribing, buddy. Ooh, our sub baby is full term. That's right. I hope he, I hope our sub baby doesn't come out redheaded. I say, oh, well, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that like that. I mean, like I didn't yeah hey steve-o thank you for the two bits as well buddy and uh shout out to nick ham for the follow and to one deep for the follow yesterday appreciate you guys and also shout out to danielle freak who gave this this fine show a shout out uh two days ago when we raided him steve-o thank you for the one bit buddy all right here we go um tons to get to a lot to discuss uh, AR Platinum's over there, yeah. Hey, listen, AR. Just so you know, this is experimental. I'm working with Twitch. It's a two week thing. They they want me to go live on YouTube for about thirty minutes, and then uh, try to usher everybody over to the Twitch channel and see how that works as a uh, as a way to get more. So we'll see, we'll see. Uh, with your jeans, it would be a raggedy bitch. Well. Yeah, that's true. It's gonna be a red-headed, no-souled, inbred, raggly bitch. That's gonna, that's a, that's a damn, that's a damn shame for that baby. So, like I said, we got a lot to do. We got headlines we didn't get to yesterday. I still didn't give you your NFL injury updates, so we'll do those. I've got one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, like ten of them listed, including what's going on with Josh Allen and Adam Thielen and Jonathan Taylor, Ezekiel Elliott, all them cats, Mark Andrews, Debo Samuel, Jamar Chase. We'll get into all that. Uh, we'll finish up week nine, like I said, college football, plus some other stuff, and wait, whatever you guys want to talk about, so uh, let's do that, but before we start the show, we always, I should say, we always begin uh, with uh, our chat, which if you're new to the program and don't know, Miggy, thank you for the 100 bits, my friend, happy birthday to you, Miggy. It's his birthday every day, guys. If you haven't picked up on that yet, if the chat's going to start going crazy. Oh, happy birthday. Make it to a shot. It's a bit. Um, but I, we we always start the show with the chat, which is shout out to the chat. It's not the past tense of shit. Uh, it is shout out to the chat. So we want to do that. Uh, I see John Dory was in. I don't believe John was the first. It looks like, oh, no, maybe. maybe. Well, at least when, since I launched Twitch, it is or was. Uh, so John Dory's is the greatest deckhead in the history of the world, at least for the next two hours, and then it's just back to old regular, raggedy ass John Dory after that. But I appreciate you getting here early, my friend Mark G. What's up? I like that uh, Mark and I had a a civil, um, civil. We had some civil discourse about the greatness of Justin Fields on the Discord. It was it was uh it was it was good talk, um, and and civil as it as I sh- should all discussions in politics and sports be uh and thank you for the welcome back john dory i appreciate that what's up harry good to see you jared taylor what's happening my pimp uh steve-o wasn't first but you were close buddy vince not diesel what's happening fam good to see you as well i saw a picture of you hanging out with was it potch or who were you hanging out with here in houston vince vince was down hanging out so that was dope tiger stripes speaking of what's up man uh i missed you guys too thank you very much memesters what's up mimi Thank you for being here, sweetie. AJB, Aaron J. Bryan in the building. Uh, my sweet, sweet Donna is here. The gang is back together. Yes, it always feels weird when I miss. You know, it always like. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes this job can be exhausting, and and burnout is a real thing, and and it seems to happen more frequently for me now. But when I don't stream. It's just a weird day. On the days I'm supposed to, now I'm I'm really enjoying having the Fridays off to get shit done, both personally and business wise. But um, if I miss a Monday through Thursday now, it feels super icky, super weird. So don't 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 think that it's like, oh, thank God I don't have to go to work today. Not true. Uh what's up, Uriel Villanueva? Good to see you, my friend. FJ, how you doing, fam? Uh, who else is here? VB, flu shot needle extra long this year. That's what she said. I hate you. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was extra wide. I went to, or extra long. I went to um, CVS to get my flu shot and my, is it the fourth COVID shot? Yeah, because it was two and then a booster and then another booster. And I went and got them on the same day. And I got to tell you, I don't know. They may have, I might have just been their little outbreak monkey. Like they're testing shit on me. I have no idea because they had no idea what they were doing. I show up and they're like, Oh, uh, what are you here for? And I was like, I need to get my COVID and my flu shot. And they were like, What COVID? I fill this out. And I filled all the shit out, and they they did it all up. And then they were like, You don't, uh, you you're getting your coat, your first COVID. And I was like, No, I'm getting like my fourth COVID. They were like, But your your first, you're getting a COVID. I was like, Yeah, I'm getting a COVID. I need my co-. like what? Yes. And they were like, Okay, let us let us just see the paper. Do you have your card? And I give them. It's just it was a mess. And then I sit down after they get it all figured out, I'm like, OK, I'm probably going to get the wrong thing. I'm gonna get some Johnson and Johnson bullshit or I'm gonna get a monkeypox vaccine or some shit that I hepatitis or shingles. I don't know. So we sit down, they give me the uh, and I asked Nora what it should be. And she texted me the right one. Um, and she said and so uh they, uh, they get, de- they're like, okay, well, you're done. I was like, no, I'm supposed to get that in the flu. They were like, oh, you're supposed to get the flu shot. I was like, oh my God, I don't know what you- what is wrong with you people. Um, oh, yesterday was your actual birthday, Miggy? Well, my bad, bro. Happy birthday to you for real then. That's hilarious. Uh, my bad pimp. <laughs> That's so funny that we didn't stream. On your birthday. That's hilarious. Uh, But yeah, I did get the shot. So good for you as well for getting it, VB. Everybody needs to get a flu shot. Whether you believe in COVID or not, I don't give a fuck at this point. But I'm just telling you, go get a flu shot. I know you believe in the flu, which is super ironic to me. You'll believe in one and not the other. But just go get a a, a flu shot. That'll so, so, that'll help out immensely. And mentally, I don't want you guys dying from the flu. Hey, what's up, Cisco? Hi from high. How are you, buddy? Robert likes beers in a building. Robert underscore beer. Not likes, just Robert beer, king of the decades. Alex Villanueva is here. Spoon, what's up, pimp? I still don't get that, but uh, good to see you. I still owe you a video. I'm just the worst. Um, take it up with my therapist. Okay mickey what's up man and happy birthday to you, my friend uh i hate when i joke bombs yeah well welcome to my life uh steven luther how are you my friend potch is here i mentioned svg what's up pimp and who else is here flip howdy my, my my dude how are you uh who else we got who else we got alan denson is here Nightbot, you raggedy bitch uh potch is in the building and who else am I missing? I know I'm missing somebody. I got two more pages of this shit. I saw CC's name fly by. What's up, one Deep? What's up, Mr. Reyes? Uh, AR Platinum. Hey, it worked, right? You got a little noticed. You came over from YouTube. Good. I'm glad. Welcome. Uh, by the way, y'all, I, I, I'm surprised AR Platinum is here uh, simply because, you know, he's a big time YouTube star and they don't usually slum with us. So uh, what's up, Mark G? Uh, who is Justin Field? I said Justin Fields uh who else i met clarence too he scared me yeah clarence says big old titties what's up Jen good to see you sweetie thank you for being here uh did i get everybody mark g i got yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. uh who else rudy rob what's up pimp sanitize wash hands social distance back the f- up and cc you are pretty tiny vb oh ow mm. what's up cc um, who else? Uh, I think oh no, Keith Sager. What's up, dude? Good to see you, man. Thank you for being here. And there you go. We are through the list of I think I got six shout-outs. Okay. Well, you know what? I can't remember everybody all the time. All right. There's like already five pages of shit that I gotta go through. So sometimes you're gonna get it twice. That's not what she said. Don't don't start that shit. That's that's above my pay grade. All right, let's get to our sports headlines. Let's roll. What's up, McLovin? You just popped in in time, my friend. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here. All right, into sports headlines for today, Wednesday, November 9th. Wow, stunning turn of events. Dun, dun, dun. Brooklyn is hiring Jacques Vaughn as their new head coach. They had him as the interim head coach when they fired Steve Nash. Uh, and then all hell broke loose in Brooklyn and and then they were dealing with Kyrie and the anti-semitism thing and then they were like, "Well, shit, what do we do?" and uh if they bring in Eme Adoku and he had the whole scandal with the with the um uh the girl or the the female employee, but I think there was apparently more to it where maybe she had asked him to stop and he didn't he kept trying to get them draws or whatever. GTD um So I think Brooklyn at this point was just in damage control mode, which I think is interesting. We'll see how Jacques Vaughn does. At least he had some coaching experience on the bench for a little while, right? Steve Nash just comes in cold. I mean, you got to be pretty dumb to just hire a guy uh, with no coaching experience other than maybe some uh, high school, right? I mean, that would be like, that would be this dude. That would be like hiring like... I don't know, like a former player that like played line, like center for you? Was it, was it Jeff Saturday a center? That's so dumb. Nobody would do that. Wasn't Jeff Saturday a, a center? I don't remember what he was. Anyways, yeah, Colts, Colts doing their best Brooklyn Nets impression. We'll we'll discuss that more here in a minute. Um, yeah, so Brooklyn hires Jacques Vaughn. I didn't see the terms of the deal. I didn't see like what he got. Uh, Let me see if they have it in the article. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Stop it. Uh, Let's see. NBA confirms missed foul on Clay. No one gives a shit. Next, next drop interim tag. Here we go. Bomb promotion comes with a deal through the 2023-2024 season. He's probably not getting paid much. I would be willing to bet. He's probably not getting paid much. Uh, but that's going to be interesting. So Vaughn was, uh, served as the head coach for the Orlando magic for two seasons. Did anybody else know that raise your hand in the chat? If you knew that Jacques Vaughn was, uh, the head coach of the Orlando magic for two seasons, two plus what? First of all, I don't give a shit about Orlando magic basketball, but what? What? That's insane. Uh, Yeah, that's super surprising. So, uh, Jacques Vaughn with two and a half or two plus years of head coaching experience. Well, I wonder what his, um, I wonder what his, let's see what his record was. Let's pull it up here. It's going to be on his wiki page, right? It's got to be on his wiki page. Everything's on everybody's wiki page all the time. You know, I thought about getting a wiki page when I was still doing radio. I was like, you know, that would be kind of cool. Maybe it'd help me get some blue check marks on some social media, feel important. Uh and then I started like reading about the the shit that goes into a wiki page and they're like, "Yeah, you can't if something bad happens, you you don't get to just take it down." Right? So, if you get a wiki page, all the good is going to be on there, but so is the bad. I was like, "Ugh." Yeah, I'm good. All right, here's Jacques Vaughn's um uh coaching history. Let's see here. There's his playing history. Yeah, no shit. Who said, whoever said he's coaching feels old, right, FJ? He came in the league as a player in 97, played until 09. Uh, um here's his coaching career. 2 plus years in Orlando. He went 20 and 62. 23 and 59, 15 and 37 and was fired. And now Brooklyn's like, yep, that's our guy. That's our guy. You know what we want? We want a guy that wins about, I don't know, 26% of his games. Yeah, that's our guy. We want a guy that wins 26% of his games. And I know what you're saying. You're like, oh, fear not. Uh, he's seven and three. If that was that 2019, 2020. It was seven and three. That was okay. Lost in the first round of the playoffs. Dude wins about twenty eight percent of his games. That's counting those. So I'm I'm gonna go with more like uh, somewhere in between here. But I guess they felt like, hey, that's our guy. I, I mean, it feels a little hasty to me if you if you ask me. And you didn't, but you're here, so I'm gonna give you my opinion. Uh, it feels a little like, you know what? Let's just let's just do something. Why not just leave the dude as interim? See how the season plays out. Maybe he makes the playoffs. They make a run. You know, you got your guy. But why give the dude a multi-year deal? Even if it is just two years, now you're either going to have to pay the guy if you let him go because he sucks and wins 28% of his games this year. Or you're, you know, you just you, you got him on a two-year... Th- I, I just feel like you had all this time, you had already had a chance to get your, you know, do the coaching search and all that. I don't understand. Doesn't make sense. So, uh, Amos said, okay, I'm here. YouTube felt like the last episode of fresh Prince of Bel Air. Is there nobody over there? Yeah. There's like four people. Christopher Mina's over there. I'm out. Feels like popos around the corner. This feels like a bad drug deal. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. There's one concurrent viewer right now, uh, on YouTube. We had hit five. Uh, you know, most everybody's over here, so we'll see how it goes. We got, uh, 44 of you are over here. So I don't blame you, Amos. I don't blame you one bit. VB uh, says, Sandoval, Jacques is French for. Uh, I never heard of it. No. Jacques is French for. Who the fuck is that guy? I, I got to label the buttons. I messed them up. I mean, that still worked, but. I knew Vaughn was the magic goes, eh, coach. Uh, Trey Mancini, free agent. Yeah, we kind of expected that. Uh, what is Sandoval? Why are you saying Astros? uh why are you yes the spoon Ku's jacques vaughn um why are you saying astros are you just because you hadn't been here in a while and you were just celebrating with us i get it uh i get it uh vb said fuck the bean and y'all talk shit about the bean bro there's nobody on the pod bean either there's there's one two three there's four people on pod bean right now oh ron what's up ron good day and truck driver Pookie, Chris Reyes, and Titan Hugo. And um, just so you know, Ron, this is a live stream show on Twitch. So uh, I just do the audio for the folks that drive around and can't watch. And so if you want to watch the show, which I highly recommend, because the pod bean will be going away. So if you want to watch, we do this Monday through Thursday, 2 to 5 p.m. Central Time, twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. Chris Reyes just put the link in there for you. So uh, come on over. Say hi, Ron. The water is warm. Uh, all right. Uh, get me imagine VB uh, McVeigh did that already. I don't know what that meant. Uh, I'm still partying. Let's go. Sandoval. Get your party on, fam. Uh, all right. More of the sports headlines because they were on the list. Brittany Greiner uh, has been moved to a penal colony. No. She's been moved to a penal colony and um they don't know where she is actually they have they have no idea the location is unknown um they're worried that uh she is going to be mistreated uh because they, they said basically this is just slave labor they talked to somebody who was um in one of those russian prison camps they work you like eight to 14 hours a day they don't feed you they don't give you water uh, they don't give you clothing, you, you're a shitty place to sleep. It's bad. It's real bad, like horribly bad. And so they're worried about that, and they're worried about her. And they, you know, they're like, "Hey, um, the U.S. has said uh, they they're kind of demanding that Russia keep them apprised of where she is at all times." You know, Russia's not going to do that. I mean, they're just they're not going to do that. So uh, it sucks. I mean, I was. I was one of those cats where I was like, listen, you know what? Don't break laws in other countries and you won't get arrested. And I still believe that, right? I mean, I still believe that. Uh, Mitch, damn, I feel bad for her. Anyways, the Jets won. I mean, we already acknowledged it, Mitch. Mitch, you what, did you miss the show Monday, Mitch? Obviously, you did. Oh, my God. All right, Ron. You can go fuck yourself, you stupid fucking idiot. Hey, Ron, fuck you, you dumb fuck. God, I hate that. Oh, my God. Ron's over there saying uh, disgusting words on Podbean. Fuck that asshole. How do you clear the chat? Can you clear the chat on the Podbean? See, that's the kind of shit that definitely makes me say it's not worth it. Um, I blocked him already. Uh, Thank you for banning him, truck driver Pookie. Um, I gotta hate people. I swear to God. Hey, I know. Let's get on an audio only chat with four people and say a bunch of racist shit. Because I have a small dick and no life. I have a small dick and no life. And my name is Ron, and I've probably blown more dudes than times I've been blown. Fucking idiot. Sorry. Excuse my language. God, I hate that shit. Uh Dusty Baker is going to return as manager of your Houston Astros for 2023. One-year deal, and um, no word on James Click yet, which I think is kind of interesting, but they're going to bring bring Dusty back for at least one year. I did read that they were going to bring Click back, that they were working on it, so that both of them were going to get a one-year deal. I'm not sure what Crane is thinking in that regard, right? Like, I don't... I don't... um. I don't understand the thought process in that regard. You just won a World Series. You've been to six straight LCS uh, games or series. You've won two World Series in five years. This crew of Click and Dusty has done nothing but exceed expectations across the board since they were both hired. Why wouldn't you give them both a couple of years at least? I mean, I know they're no Jacques Vaughn, but what I don't, I mean, like what the hell? You know, I don't get it. So if it was me, I would have have signed both of them. I don't know if Crane doesn't like Click or not and why he only signed Dusty to a one-year deal. But if it was me, I would have locked them both up for at least two to three years. I mean, you're going to probably do that for Justin Verlander unnecessarily. Why not do that for the manager that got you there and, beloved by the team in the front office and pretty much everybody in baseball so doesn't make sense uh UFC fighter or uh the, there's a UFC fight excuse me under investigation after there was some suspicious betting so there was a fight that was going to take place and uh I will get you the uh let's see <coughs> let me get the the link to the article I want to read this to you this is pretty wild actually you don't see this a lot in sports. I'm surprised it hasn't happened more in the UFC. But uh, Derek Minner and uh, Shaylen Nerd and beat okay Sh- Shaylen, I don't know Nerd and beat. I don't what I don't know how to say this dude's name. Um, there was a stoppage in that fight, but they were kind of freaked out because um, it said that the odds on uh, Shaylen. Defeating the underdog men moved dramatically in the hours leading up to their fight in Vegas. Bettors were convinced that not only would Shailen win, but he would do so in the first round money poured in on the favorite to win by knockout. Um, and for the fight to last fewer than two and a half rounds, at which point investigators from the U S integrity office got involved and started researching and figured out what was going on. They moved the lineup. They eventually had to take it off the board because the movement was so suspicious um, and lo and behold, um 30 seconds into the fight Menor threw a left kick to the to Shaylen's body immediately grimaced and reached for his leg. Shalen closed in uh took him down TKO stoppage at 107 of the first round. So very suspicious they're gonna look into it and look, um I'm surprised it hasn't happened sooner, especially in that sport. One of the interesting things about that, though, and I didn't know this, but in the article they talked about it. Uh, bookmakers and bettors who communicate with ESPN had differing opinions on this. It says Joe Odessa, a longtime respected MMA Osmaker, noted the flurry of interest in the fight and uh, on the fight and was aware of the alerts being sent out to sportsbooks. Uh, but where is it? Ah, Minner is coached by James Kraus, so the guy that lost is coached by James Krause. Uh, who is a retired fighter and a known sports better who hosts the 1% Club podcast and a popular Discord channel that features his betting tips. Krause did not respond to a request for comment from ESPN. Pretty interesting. What's up, pig? Uh, is it Venus90? Appreciate the follow. Hello, pig. Um. Thanks for being here. Uh, Steve-O, thank you for the 69. I like. Thank you for the 69 bits, buddy. I appreciate that. Um, So it just, overall, I mean, they're not implicating the UFC on this, but they just think it's kind of funny that this dude who does a lot of gambling is also uh, his fighter, huge underdog. The line moves pretty significantly. And, yeah, they're just kind of keeping an eye on it. So more to come on that. I find it pretty interesting. And uh, this isn't an accusation by any stretch that the UFC is involved with it in any way. Wait, there's cheating in other sports. Interesting. Hello. Ray, uh, Reyes, he stole your podcast name idea. What? Oh, pig Venus. I get it. Big penis. Oh, I get it now. I'm an idiot. Uh, Evil Death said this is modern day Black Sox scandal. Nah, the Astros might have been, but that, definitely not that. And I do agree with you. Fighter pay in the UFC is still very low. Very, very low. Fighter pay in the USC is very similar to like um, wealth distribution in America. You know what I mean? Like the top 1% make most of the money. And uh, I think it's going to come back to haunt them eventually. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Um, we saw with the PGA and the uh, LIV uh, golf tour that there can be times when you could be challenged, right? No one's challenging the NFL, the CFL, or anybody else isn't challenging. What's up, Philip? How are you, Philip Bernard? Welcome to the show. No one's challenging like the NFL right now. No one's challenging the NBA, but leagues or... or um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I guess leagues. Like the UFC and the PGA, it's possible, right? Some of these sports could be challenged. Uh, so I think the UFC needs to get their shit together. Dana's being a hard-ass about pay, but... Uh, I yeah, I think that I think that could come back to haunt them at some point. All right, so there's your sports headlines for the day. Now, it's Corn. What's up? Uh Kyle loves the corn song. How are you? Uh where to go? NFL injuries. Here you go. We didn't get to this on Monday. We didn't have a show yesterday because of tech problems, so I didn't get to share with you uh NFL injury news leading into week 10 coming out of week 9. Uh and this is all courtesy of well, I say courtesy of, I get their newsletter because I'm subscribed to them. Uh, but footballguys.com sends out a great injury report. So if you want to stay on top of it for fantasy purposes, they've got everybody listed, not just these 10. But I extract some of the info and pass it along to you guys. Uh, don't sleep on the XFL. Mm. Pretty much sleeping on the XFL. Uh, private Discord hour. Tomorrow. We're going to do it tomorrow. Uh, well, I don't know. If we get through all the, the, the meaty, you know, sports public stuff then uh probably so hey by the way 30 minutes in uh for all one of you watching over on um youtube which is rick what's up rick c good to see you buddy said hey barry been a minute uh we are doing some experimental stuff and one of those things is we go live for about 30 minutes on youtube when we start the show but this is a twitch show uh so if you want to join i'm gonna put a link in there for you rick uh hop on over and join us in the twitch chat we're going to be continuing our discussion of um NFL week nine. Let me see. There you go. Uh, we're gonna talk about the college football playoffs and the new rankings that are out. We gotta I've got two film sessions we could get to if we if we need the content, plus tons of other stuff. The uh some stats. We still need to talk about Kyrie Irving and all that. So it's gonna be a lot of topics that we can discuss. So join us because this YouTube stream is ending. I appreciate you being there for those that showed up and are playing along with the experiment. Uh, But we'll see you guys tomorrow uh, for the first 30 minutes of uh, Barry on Deck on YouTube. But it is a Twitch show. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Later. Save the bean. Shut up, truck driver pookie. All right. So YouTube is finished. Uh, Podbean is up. And okay. Oh, here's another headline. I didn't really put it on the regular headlines, but it says Houston Texans expect Brandon cooks to return to practice. <laughs> he missed the game check. And he was like, hold on. How much? Uh, what? Uh, biggest issue that prevented any potential trade involving cooks was his 2023 contract, which is set to pay him 18 million. Cooks was present on Wednesday's practice, but didn't physically participate. these are Texans with 354 yards receiving, I wonder how much his game check was. I wonder how much his little hissy fit cost him. Let's go see if Spottrack has it. Spottrack.com. Let's see Brandon. Let's go Brandon Cooks. And he spells it wrong. He he spells it B R A N D I N. I've seen D E N and D O N. I don't I've rarely see D I N. Sandoval, let's go Roughnecks. I had a dream that J.J. Watt is the owner of the Roughnecks. That's interesting. Barry, any worry Jim Crane takes control like Jerry Jones? That's a really good question, VB. I think it's a good question and a legit uh, discussion. And I think he did, in a way, after the cheating scandal. I think before that, he was kind of... Hey, let's be judicious with the money, but let's win because winning puts butts in seats. And, you know, who doesn't want to have 50, 11 ring nights? I gotta say, by the way, side note, squirrel moment. That was the very first thing I thought of when they won their second World Series. I was like, oh, get ready. Here comes three more years of ring nights. It's like, it's like Ast- it's like baseball groundhog day. Astros won a World Series, three more years of ring nights. I was just like, oh shit. Those drive me insane. This is stupidest shit ever, but whatever. Uh yeah. So we get ready for more ring night. <laughs> I wonder if they'll do like two rings. You know what I mean? Two like two chains. Um, anyways, no, you're not first, Crystal, but I still love you. You're first in my heart. It's a good question, VB. And I I don't think he'll be as bad as Jerry. But I think he's actually um, right to be overly cautious and a little more hands-on than he may normally have been based on the cheating scandal. I mean, that was that was a blow that's going to take decades for this this organization to recover from. This is not something that, oh, well, they won a World Series. Everyone can shut up now. That's just not going to happen. That's just not going to happen. So, yeah, I think it's a great question. And I think that he absolutely will be and continue to be more hands-on than he was prior to the cheating scandal. And I think you have to be any good CEO, any good owner, any good company president would be. Because at the end of the day, he's the one that's ultimately in charge and responsible. And so it falls on his shoulder. So I say, yeah, I think he's going to be more so than most people would like. But you know what? If you think about it, since it's happened, It hasn't really hurt that much to begin with. Um, I mean, he's been in in, in that kind of that role. He kind of took over the reins of everything and keeping a much more um, watchful eye on the organization since it all happened, since he let Jeff Luno and A.J. Hinch go. So it really hasn't hindered him much. I think as long as you let the scout scout and the coaches coach and the GM GM and you have some say in who they bring in and, you know, I mean, he got Dusty's opinion on trading or Katie. we talked about that on monday so i don't think we're looking at a jerry jones situation i don't think so um but it's a great question one should mark that maybe I'll, I'll one day i probably won't i'm gonna mark that because i might use that as a social media uh clip um but they were all different players rings i, I mean really I, it's just so silly to me i don't know I mean, I, if, if the fans love it, great. But it's just like, good Lord. How many do we need? I mean, I I, I don't know. Uh, San Antonio Brahma's. Oh, Lord. <sighs> Flip of of the Astros a dynasty? Yeah, 100%. I said they were a dynasty before they won the World Series. When you make six straight ALCSs, that's dominance. That's six of the last 10 years. I mean, you look at it, the two years prior they had made the playoffs in 2015. So you got a run of 6 straight ALCSs, 2 World Series in 6 years. Um you've got, you know, the lineup turnover that those guys have had to endure and not skip a beat and still make it back four World Series appearances, two wins, they're 500 in the World Series. That's pretty good if you're 500 in the World Series. That's pretty damn good. So yeah, I think this is a dynasty and I showed you guys the stats um on Monday that bear witness to the fact that what they've done over these six years is pretty unprecedented. There's not a lot of teams in history that come close to what they've done. Come close. Like you have to, if you looked at their winning percentage over the last six years, the, the, the soonest you would find a team and a dynasty to do that was like the twenties or some shit. Like that's how, and that includes you know the big red machine and the Yankees of the nineties and all that shit. so, yeah, definitely. This is a dynasty. I think there's no doubt about it. And anybody that says it's not is just being a hater. That's all. Uh, I'm gonna go get my replica rings, mind your business. Um, but they were all different player rings. Let's see. Yes, yeah, a decade long blow. Last time I heard about a blow that big and involved. Okay, that's a lot. TDP in 713's garage. I just, I just wish you guys would warn me. I wish you guys would be like, hey, this is just internal fodder. Because then I start reading and I'm like, well, that was a waste. Uh, Astros winning World Series titles and still being called cheaters is like saying the Falcons win the Super Bowl and they're still called chokers. That's a good point, Evil Death. Very good point. I'll give them bottom half of the dynasty list. You obviously have no idea what you're talking about, Flip. You have no idea what you're talking about. There's, I mean, I literally showed you the numbers do so I still have the slides? I'll put it up again. I mean, for God's sake, I'm gonna show you. Flip. This is 100% of Dynasty. Where's the uh, numbers at? Here we go. Here we go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. This is what a run it's been. Uh, used to buy the numbers. There we go. Take a look here, Flip. Take a look here. This is the last six years. They've won 62% of their games. They're 215 games over 500, plus 1,167 in run differential, six ALCSs, four World Series appearances, and two wins. And if I found the article, the last time anybody did that. Oh, shit. Well, I don't have the link anymore. Last time anybody did that, though, was like the the, the 27 Yankees, bro. Again, you can put them on the bottom of the list. That's just not true. I mean, that's just not true. Those kind of numbers. Now, the Yankees have more World Series. Sure. Yeah, they do. And the Braves made like, what, eight ALCS appearances? But that was back when you just went to the ALCS. You didn't have to go through the wild card round, the divisional round. So we did it all yesterday. I'm not going to rehash it all, but there you go. Sometimes wish there was a different font. Oh, that would be dope. That would be really dope. Uh what does will say? Ah, uh, that's nice. What? Happy National Scrapple Day? What the hell is Scrapple? I have no idea what Scrapple is. Is that Scrabble or Scrapple? What is Scrapple? No, I meant Monday. The show on Monday. What if the hell is Scrapple? Gotta look that up. Oh, that's gross. Scrabble is known by the Pennsylvania Dutch name Pan, Pan Tenderloin in English. It's traditionally a mush, a mush, mush of pork scraps and trimmings combined. That's disgusting. These pictures look absolutely awful. I mean, this, Heck this, yeah. this. Whoa, way Reaper Stream, thank you for the sun. Heck yeah. Lord Salad subbed. Oh, do Back we have in. a... I think I know what's going on here. I think I know. someone just give some sub? Look at that Clarence. You ready, bitch? Oh, Stevo! I knew it! I knew it! Doggone it, Stevo. Thank you for the gifted subs, homie. I appreciate that. Appreciate that, fam. Stevo just gave out five gifted <laughs> stubs to the community. Let's see who got them. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We know Clarence got one. That raggedy bitch. Um, haunted S. Clarence. Richard Vail's got one. Lord Salad's got one. And Reaper Stream got one. Uh, nice. Stevo, I appreciate you, buddy. You're the man. The man, the myth, the legend, not on a diet. (laughs) He sure did correct me on that shit quick. Which means, I guess, Steve O, that means you wouldn't be eating Scrapple. Is it safe to say that Scrapple was not going to be on your. uh... This is disgusting, DJ Maddie. Why are you. Why do you even know this? Look at this. This is Scrapple, you guys. We eat Boudin, they eat Scrapple. Astros can be a six seed and go through a wild card series and can still win the World Series uh that looks disgusting what on earth look at that traditional Pennsylvania Dutch scrapple recipe I mean this looks like and this looks like how like Joel Blank eats a steak right well done throw some ketchup on it like that's just it doesn't even look like a meatloaf it looks like a a meat brick it does it looks just it just looks like a meat I don't know. That's just God awful. Oh, look at the, look at the, what on earth? Look at the ingredients. One pork heart. Nope. I'm out. I'm done. Just let me just go ahead and tap right there. One pork heart, one pound of meaty pork ribs or bones or bones or bones. Two pounds of pork liver, four cups of roasted meal, Two tablespoons of salt? You got to be fucking kidding me. That is absolutely disgusting. Jensen scrabble is gross. My family has pork farms. They make all that shit. Oh, it just sounds absolutely awful. Awful. What's up, Mines? Mines says today, another NFL day. Mines, we're doing everything today. NFL, college football, NBA, baseball, you name it, we're doing it, pimp. Not, we're not going to sit here to argue about Pascal Siakam though. Okay. Not going to do it. Uh, it does look like a prison fruit. It, It was like, if you, this looks like if you needed to smuggle a, a file into prison, you would, you would do so in a scrapple. Yeah. It's that's disgusting. We actually already talked NBA minds. You missed it. We were talking a little bit about, uh, Jacques Vaughn getting the, uh, Getting the head coaching job at Brooklyn and why that was an odd thing to do. So, <laughs> wait, no, see, I come talk. I'm out. <laughs> nice Reaper Stream. Never been here, but now I'm subbed. What the hell? Nice. I don't know, man. Uh w- welcome. First of all, welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Um, yeah. Wait, this that was courtesy of uh, Stevo. He's just handing out subs. So, uh, what's up, Reaper Stream? Are you a? Uh, I see that you are. A streamer here. Let me uh, hold on. Let's pull up Reaper stream. Stream. We're gonna give him a shout out too, just for being here. First time chatter as well. Uh, let's see. Pulling up a stream now. Um, how come I can't get to it? There we go. Are you live now? No, you're not live now. Duh. That would be weird. Uh, you were live yesterday. Got it. Live yesterday. Streaming. Oh, just chatting. He was just hanging out, kicking it. Okay. I dig it. Well, yeah, this is a sports and entertainment show. My name is Barry Laminak. Welcome. Um, yeah, we talk uh, sports and bullshit and have a good time. I'm a stand-up comedian. Uh, spent seven years on ESPN radio. Had a TV show for three years here in Houston, and this is what I do now. I do this and comedy. So, there you go. Hey, thank you. A Swedish streamer. Oh, nice. Um, we don't do a lot of s- Swedish things. Uh, I mean, one of my favorite porn stars was Swedish. Who is that white chick with the blonde hair? That narrows it down, right? Am I right? Okay. Uh, what was her name? Um, oh, I can't remember her name. She was hot, though. But I think she was a Swedish porn star. All right, now I got to Google it. Now I got to Google it. Now. All right, chat. Let, don't let me put the browser on screen. We got to Google Swedish porn stars. Oh, what was her name? Hot 100 female porn stars? No dot. I don't. Can I just get a list without going to Pornhub or something like that? Is that is that too much to ask? Oh, YouTube has one. The top seven Swedish porn stars. It started with an S. I'm pretty sure. Let's see. This was three years ago. Okay. Can we just can we just do the? Here we go. Nope. Not Amina. Uh. Not Lena. Not Caden Cross, I don't even know who that is. Brooklyn Lee, Ziggy Blue, no idea. Allie Kay, no idea. They're all blonde, that's so strange. Uh, Wonders never cease. Alexandra Stein, okay, that was, nope. She's old school though. Probably someone named Anna. (laughs) Yeah, probably, T-Mata enters the chat. Sam, Mark knows. (laughs) mark knows sylvia saint yes sylvia saint oh that's so funny you knew that mark no not puma sweet that's a good one though inga no not inga. not pamela anderson she's canadian she's canadian uh oh, that's hilarious mark said of course i know sylvia saint um chris said i like the meatballs you notice how i refrain from making a meatballs joke chris Low-hanging fruit, buddy. Well, low-hanging meatballs. Too easy. Too easy. Reaper streams I probably somebody named Anna. That's hilarious, though. Uh Sika Sylvia St. Oh, I don't even know who Sika's. Does only fans models count? No, this was old school. This was old school. Uh he talks sports, but every so often it becomes a brothel. <laughs> That's hilarious, minds. Yeah, we do. We we run the gamut here, man. This is literally just like um, an extension of my old radio show, except I can curse and we can cover more topics. Yeah. I mean, we used to do this on the radio all the time. We'd hit some sports. We'd do a bunch of non sports shit. We'd hit some sports. We'd do a bunch of crazy stuff. So no different now. Uh, And yeah, sometimes it does become a brothel. So there you go. And drink. Yeah. And a matter of fact, uh, we got a drink. Hey, Reaper. Thank you for the follow, my friend. Much appreciated, pimp. Thank you, man. Uh, let's let's do it. Can we get a shout out like the the new shout out to Reaper Streams? Let me see here. um I want to do it right because we have the old uh, Bang So shout out way, but I want to use the Twitch shout out new system that they have, which is a lot better. Let's see. Shout out Reaper Stream. Did I get it right? Did I get it right? Did I get it right? Yay, only one shout-out can be active at a time. Please wait a minute and try again. Damn it. Who did the old shout-out? Ah! Hey, I followed you back, homie. Appreciate you. Yeah, you guys go give uh, Reaper Stream a follow. I mean, he showed up. He was like, what? why am I getting a gifted sub? Then he showed up. He didn't have to follow, and he did. I appreciate you, fam. Uh, Oh, you did, Poch. Did you do the new way? Did you do it the new way? Okay. Good shit, Poch. Appreciate you, fam. Uh, that is dope. Uh, you never provided the new commands for the mods. It's just forward slash shout out and then the name. So so it's just forward slash shout out, Dada. Hey, fatso, thank you for the one bit. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Posh said sorry for yelling. Yeah, don't yell. Okay. Um I saw this question here. Uh you uh where did it go? What's up, Dre? Good to see you. Nothing wrong with the little brothel action. I'd rather hear Pascal Siakam talk than Herschel Walker talk. Wow. That was kind of brutal. Kind of brutal. Uh, all right, we're going to do a shot because, because, because. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jin, did you find it on the Discord? I, I was like, I forgot to look. But when, I, when I told the mods about the new... Uh, what's it called? Hey, Fatso, thank you for the five bits. Appreciate you. Steve-O changed his name to Fatso. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, this is this is the X is part of my name though, pronounced Repax. Oh, gotcha. Repax. My bad. Repax. I'm glad you said that. A lot of people don't tell me. A lot of people don't like correct the spelling. So I uh, appreciate you doing that. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. We got a quick little shout out and a shot. We're gonna get to some NFL injury updates. We'll talk some college football. We got Kyrie Irving stuff that we need to discuss. We still haven't gotten to Jeff Saturday and I got videos. I got the craziest white woman you've ever seen in your whole damn life. Uh, this is a super weird video, so we'll do that as well. But before we do all that, before we do all that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we didn't get to do it yesterday because there was no show because of tech problems. Uh, There you go, Donna. You got it right. Let's see. We doing a shot for Beto. Maybe he can run against Mayor McCheese. All right. Please no politics, Dre. Oh, God, please. No politics. No. I refuse. I will not allow that in this chat. None. No mentions. None. This is a politics-free zone, buddy. All right, here we go. Um, let's get it. Hey! What? What? (laughs) Okay, I don't know why I did the seal thing. Probably shouldn't have done that definitely shouldn't have done that yeah even death is like oh shit birthday song damn it yes yes indeedy uh shout out and happy birthday uh to a dude that's been rocking with us since day one from the jump from the get-go um yeah it, it was supposed to be yesterday obviously with no show i wasn't able to do it but happy birthday to Walt! My dude! I hope you had a fantastic day. I hope you got a roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into, buddy. Happy birthday, Walt. Cheers! Oh, oh that's so good! God birds! Oh shit! Oh, so good. Oh, God. that's terrible why is that so bad now I'm so used to um, Jesus I'm so used to Fireball that now I'm ruined on Jameson for a while I gotta get used to this shit again anyways happy birthday Walt well, Hey, somebody, somebody pass that down for you me. Know, one more time alright look at Donna got the beers and the bananas dancing I dig it Badass. They're all in rhythm too. It's the jam, right? Repax knows. This is like the Swedish remix of happy birthday. It's not lap dance Wednesdays. Steve-O. I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. I don't want you guys all getting a boner at the same time. What? Okay. That's enough of that. Um, all right. Uh, Not Walt Disney. No. Uh, okay listen we gotta talk what do we want to do do we do we want to do do we want to do a serious discussion about Kyrie Irving uh excuse me do we want to talk about Jeff Saturday getting a job do we want to talk about the college football playoffs uh or you guys want the NFL injury update what do we what do we want to do um you know what let's talk some college football. let's get that in um It's 10 p.m. here. Got to get in the shower and sleep. Uh, Damn, getting up early tomorrow. Damn, son. That's wild. I know it's so weird how time works. (laughs) It's late as shit over there. It's like. Three o'clock in the afternoon here, but hey, Repax, man, I appreciate you uh dropping in. Like, what the hell? Why did I get a gifted sub, man? But thank you for dropping in. Thank you for the follow. Thank you for hanging out. You're always welcome to come back, hang out, say hi. Uh, and hey, Deckheads, go give him a follow. And when he's online streaming, give him, you know, give him a watch. Go return the favor for him coming by and uh popping into the Deckhead community and hanging out for a little while. But Repax, man, uh, sleep well, my friend, and we'll uh, we'll hopefully see you again. Sean uh the Buckeyes. Let's see. Sleep in the shower. Oh, property is expensive there. Yeah, that's true. We should do a we should do another uh We should do another uh uh apartment hunting like we did in Russia that time. That was fun. All right, here you go. Here are now this is not the actual rankings. These are teams' chances of making the playoffs. We're going to actually get to uh, the rankings i'm going to pull those up now too uh but these are not the rankings y- yet i mean they're 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 pretty close um but not exactly and you'll see here in just a second but these are the teams odds or chances of making the playoffs uh it's kind of a foregone conclusion that georgia makes it ohio state makes it after that It gets pretty interesting. Michigan's 9-0, but um, they have a 65% chance of making the playoffs, which is third best, right? Tennessee has a 59% chance, and then it falls off pretty significantly. Clemson really doesn't have a route anymore, they say. TCU is undefeated, um, but I don't think that their schedule is all that impressive. We can take a look at that. Oregon at 8-1. Their only loss is to Georgia, but that's Tennessee's as well. But Tennessee has the big win over Bama, who now has two losses to Tennessee and to LSU. So Bama's pretty much done. And can you guys remember a time when we were at this stage of the season and we were already saying that Clemson and Alabama were out of the playoff hunt? It seems like a decade ago. It just seems like forever ago. i would be curious to see when's the last time that Bama finished kind of in the middle of the pack. That's pretty wild. And somebody was saying this morning, I'll oh, get up. Well, you know, Bama's two plays away from being undefeated. And then Paul Feinbaum, of all people, was like, yeah. And they're two plays away from having four losses. Oof. Oof. It's been that kind of year. By the way, anybody else think it's a coincidence that uh, it's, uh, it, it's partly because Bill O'Brien's there? Uh SC is eight and one. I think if you're looking for a dark horse, maybe SC. Uh LSU at seven and two, as, as great as they've been and as fun as it's been to watch them rebound after losing game one of this season to Florida State and then rebounding mightily. Uh, I just don't see it. Uh them making the playoffs. They'd have to run the table and beat Georgia. And even then it might be tough. Uh, Utah has a 3% chance. Old Miss a 2% chance. UCLA a 1% chance. So that is according to the all-state playoff yeah. predictor. Hey, Terrence. My dude, that's seven months. Pimp, thank you for the resub, family. Thank you so much, man. That is awesome. Um, here is, hold on, hold on. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, I just got it like a terrible headache. I think it was the shock. So here's the current rankings that were that went down uh, last night from the selection committee. So you'll see some updates here. Georgia moved up two spots to number one. Ohio State stayed at number two. Michigan moved up a spot, uh, excuse me, two spots to number three. And TCU moved up three spots to number four. Terrence! <laughs> Thank you for the eight bits, buddy. Welcome back. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. He said, what's up, my friend? Sneaking out of work right now. Nice. Where are you headed? You going to the strip club? I mean, church. Uh, Chris. Mina, Christopher Mina said, TCU has my longhorns this weekend. Yeah. Um, there's. Uh, we're going to look at a lot of these schedules. Uh, I want to see kind of like what's the path for these guys, right? I'm going to look at all 10 of these schedules. But. Uh, here's your top 10, right? So you got Georgia, Ohio state, Michigan, TCU. If the playoffs college football playoffs started today, that would be it though. I think that changes. Tennessee is at five. The first one loss team on the board. Uh, Oregon is six and both of their losses, excuse me, were to Georgia. Uh, LSU is seven. SC is eight. Bama nine and Clemson 10. Now, Let's just kind of go in order here. Uh, Let's see. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, Tennessee, Oregon, LSU, USA. Okay. So here's Georgia's sketch, right? I mean, we know that they, uh, uh, we know that Georgia still has Mississippi State, Kentucky, and Georgia Tech left plus the SEC championship game so not a real threat here i mean kentucky's the only ranked team left besides the sec championship game so probably a foregone conclusion if they can beat tennessee and the number 11 at the time oregon now number what six uh or seven then yeah they probably have a pretty good shot of beating 24 kentucky so that's that's georgia's remaining schedule ohio state's got their work cut out for them now this is not a foregone conclusion that they uh make the playoffs right so they've got a couple of signature wins notre dame penn state early on they play michigan and then they will also have the big 12 title game to contend with so and i don't know about that either though evil death if you lose if you're number three and you lose to two or you're number two and you lose to three and that's your only loss are you out because I think the committee is going to also f- look at it and say, "Well, who would win if Ohio State and Tennessee played, or who would win if Michigan and Tennessee played?" So I th- I think that um, I think both of those teams could still lose and get in. Um, we just need to see what the rest of everybody's schedule looks like and how that might play out. So Michigan has another two ranked opponents. They got Illinois at twenty one and Ohio State at two, plus the Big Ten uh, championship game, TCU not going to get a lot of help down the stretch. They've got Texas who's 18, Baylor and Iowa State, plus the Big 12 title game as well. Um chances are TCU runs this runs the 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 table. Look at that run right there. That's pretty damn impressive and it's it's one that we don't really talk about a lot. But look what they did, man. They ran through Oklahoma, Kansas, Oak State and Kansas State back to back to back to back. All top 25 opponents at the time. And Oak State took them to OT. But they put up 55, 38, 43, and 38 on four top 25, top 20 schools. Pretty damn impressive for TCU. All right. Uh, Tennessee's sketch looks like this. They have the one loss to Georgia. 27, 27, 13. It really wasn't that close, but... Um, but they don't have another ranked game until they get to the potentially get to the uh, the SEC finals. But we need to look up to the standings. We'll, we'll do that at the end. Uh, Oregon's remaining schedule looks as so: they got Washington, who's twenty five, Utah thirteen, and Oregon State left. That's going to be interesting. Two top twenty five teams there. LSU, I know they got to play the Aggies, so that's a win. They got UAB and Arkansas. So look. LSU should finish with two losses, and one of their wins would be over Bama. Another really good win over Ole Miss. So their losses are Florida State and Tennessee. That sucks. Uh, USC has number 10, or number 12, excuse me, UCLA, number 20 Notre Dame, plus Colorado left. Oh, Bama really has no hope. They got Ole Miss. They might move up a skosh, but not much, even with a win there. And then Austin P and uh, Auburn. And that's it for them. So they're done. You're done. Wind it up. You're done. Uh, Bama's done. And Yeah, Tennessee's on Georgia's side. That's right, Sean. Uh, and then Clemson, also done. They got Louisville, Miami, and South Carolina. So let's look at some standings here. Let's first take a gander at the ACC since we just mentioned it. Clemson 6-0 sits atop the ACC Atlantic Division. Uh, They're 8-1 overall. And then North Carolina is uh, 5-0 and 8-1. So looks like we're on a crash course between those two. But again, neither one of those cats, neither one of them is making the playoffs at this point. Um, the Big 12 conference looks like this. You got TCU and Texas, uh, they're going to face off. Now, look, in conference and overall, even if TCU loses one, they're still going to be in the title game. Uh, because, I, I mean, if they lose to Texas, they'll still be playing for the Big 12 title. I think that it, it, it destroys their chances of making the playoffs. They have to run the table. There's just no doubt about it. TCU has to go undefeated. Um, but there's the current Big 12 standings. Big 10 looks like this. Uh, Michigan is 6-0. Ohio State is 6-0. Now, interestingly, uh, when we looked at it, right, so they play each other in the last game of the season. Uh, Don't sleep on the fact that something crazy could happen, like Michigan could lose to Illinois, and this would be such a Big 10 thing to happen. Michigan could lose to Illinois. It was pretty good. And then beat Ohio State. and then it's topsy-turvy uh, crazy wacky. So there'll be uh, Illinois over here at seven and two in the West, uh, but you got you got uh, you got Michigan and Ohio State. I forgot they're on the same side too. So yeah, Buckeyes will not lose TTU. Um, yeah, and Sean, that's how they could both get in, right? So I, I don't know if they'll both get in they both have to play each other at least once. I'm is, is this right in that the Big 10 they do it like everybody else like the East and West. I know in the Big 12 it's the top 2 teams, but there's nothing crazy like where the Big 10 says, well the two best records get in, right? I'm not I mean I'm not a Big 10 honk. I don't So, I'm right in 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 um in that the winner of the East is going to face the winner of the West. So most likely it's either going to be Michigan or Ohio State that faces Illinois. So I don't know because of that that they both get in. It. it just depends, I think, right? Like if Michigan's beats Illinois or loses to Illinois, who's it be a top ranked team? Illinois, you know, could <laughs> wouldn't it be crazy? Michigan loses to Illinois, uh, beats Ohio State, but Ohio State gets the tiebreaker. Oh no, I guess it would go head to head. That'd be pretty wild. Uh, but there's got to be some sort of scenario. Where Illinois ends up winning the Big Ten, and wouldn't that be crazy? You're not going to put them in over Michigan or Ohio State, but geez, that would be wild. There's going to be something crazy happens. It usually does in the Big Ten. Uh, all right, Conference USA looks like this, and nobody gives a shit. I just saw somebody ask about Rice, so there you go. Rice is what was the Rice Owls need one more win to be bowl eligible. That's cool. Good for them. What is their what is their schedule look like? Let's just let's just look at it, man. Conference USA is so sad. They have uh, oh yeah, UTSA, UNT, and WKU. UTSA, UNT, and WKU. All three ranked ahead of them in the conference. So they just got to win one, though, right? They just got to win one. Uh, U of H Cougar basketball is number three in the preseason rankings. Okay. Well, that's good. Um all right, so there's the American Conference, if you care. Nobody cares. You're done. Um the Independents, no one gives a shit about them as well. Sorry, Notre Dame. The Mac, there you go. Also, no one gives a shit. The Mountain West. Uh no one gives a shit. Pac-12, there you go. Oregon, USC, UCLA, Utah, Washington. Oregon and USC, kind of interesting, I think. Two top 10 teams. The winner might have a real shot, especially if it's Oregon. If Oregon runs the table, TCU loses to Texas or or in the Big 12 title game. And Michigan and Ohio State mess around and have some kind of fuckery. We really could see Oregon get into the playoff. I mean, that's a real possibility. Because their only loss would be to Georgia, who would be the eventual number one. So. Uh, yeah, Kugel, Alex. What going to say, who will allow more points, U of, H baseball, U of H basketball or U of H football? Nice. Um, so keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that, though. The Ducks have a real possibility. They have a 16% chance of making the, the playoffs. Stranger shit has happened, and if they beat number 8 USC in a Pac-12 title game and Michigan and Ohio State beat each other up or mess around and lose, to Illinois. Things could get very interesting there, but that's the Pac-12. Here's the SEC. There you go. So LSU, 5-1 and one in conference. Uh, Ole Miss is 4-1 in conference, 8-1 overall. LSU, 7. Ole Miss, 11. Bama, 9 and 3rd in the conference. And then you got Georgia and Tennessee uh, on the same side. So kind of sucks. Um, Tennessee's not going to get to play in the SEC title game however, um i I th- it doesn't necessarily mean they won't make the playoffs, yeah, Oregon losing to Georgia twice would be brutal. Uh, I don't know that it guarantee that Tennessee is guaranteed they have a fifty nine percent chance according to that uh, doc I showed you earlier the The lucky thing for Tennessee is the teams behind them really don't have anything else uh, impressive left, right? Like we looked at. Uh, Clemson's schedule right there. They got Louisville, Miami, South Carolina. Uh, I mean, Bama has what they have, but they're not going to move up. And then uh, Tennessee has uh, Missouri, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt. So they probably run the table with their only loss being to Georgia. Now they don't get to play in a title game. So what does that mean? I don't know. It's going to be interesting, though. Uh, So that's the SEC. We're probably looking at LSU and Georgia. And then Sunbelt, if you give a shit. Boy, I, I'm really rooting for my Troy Trojans. Okay. Uh, so there you go. There's the there's the rundown of the standings in college football, as well as your uh, playoff possibility or probabilities. Right now it's Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan, Tennessee is your the best possible uh options not not the current playoff ranking that is Georgia Ohio State Michigan and TCU the playoff committee put them ahead of Tennessee and of Clemson they have Clemson all the way at 10 even though Clemson has a 28% chance of making the playoffs so there you go uh CC said oh vacation tomorrow Trojans thanks for the reminder you dirty girl you you dirty girl you dirty girl you you're naughty. You're so naughty. Uh, Evil Death has a good question. We, I guess we can talk about the Aggies uh, for a moment. But Evil Death said, fire Jimbo. How heated is the hot seat right now? I don't know that they want to dump a shit ton of money that he's guaranteed. Uh, now he's starting to lose recruits. And obviously not winning games. And I think that a lot of people are going to enter the transfer portal. I think it's going to create a mess, right? But I think still, if you do that, you're probably going to lose him and the recruits at the same time. If you don't fire Jimbo right now, you give him another couple of years to see if he can work some magic with the guys that he's got. Um, You still have a chance, right? But if you, if you let go of Jimbo now or at the end of the year, all of those recruiting classes that he's won, the, majority, the vast majority of them are, are walking out the door too. They're all going to enter the transfer portal. And they're all going to go to Georgia or LSU or the hot commodity right now. It's really weird, but I, I think the big problem, the, 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 the problem for this team is quarterback play. He does not have a good quarterback. The Aggies don't have a good quarterback. They just don't. All these recruits have not panned out. Uh, they got one of the best young running backs in, in, in college football and can't do shit with him. Not a great defense either, um, and they should be better. So, um, What does it say? Wow, Flip, that's rude. <sighs> It's a legit question. I'm over. I'm just sad. He thinks that's really the reason to wear them. Oh, losing Mike Elko was huge. Yeah. Listen, Aggies have a lot of problems and I don't know what, um, I don't know what the solution is. I don't think it's firing Jimbo though. What's up Jeff Bell. Thank you for the lurk homie. I definitely don't think it's firing Jimbo at this point, man. This, this is so wobbly. Look at that. Is that making y'all sick? Yeah, I don't think it's firing Jimbo at this point. But I think he's definitely on a shorter leash over the next two seasons. Like, you got to start turning it around. There's no doubt. Christopher Mina said, ask me anything about anything with UT and Oklahoma going to the SEC. I'm curious how the restructure will look like. Will a Alabama team and Mississippi be moved to the East? Uh, They'll probably split them up is my guess, right? Like I've, I mean, you know, when A&M in Missouri went, that's what they did. My, my guess is that um that uh UT would stay in the uh in the west and that uh OU would go in the east. I haven't seen anything definitive, but that would be my guess. It wouldn't surprise me if they shuffle it around, but I doubt I doubt some of these teams want to be moved around, right? And it's really pick your poison, although the SEC East has always felt like the easier side of the coin. That's easier said than done now, especially with Georgia being the juggernaut that Bama used to be. Um, but my guess is they would put um, OU in the East and uh, UT in the West because you want that Aggie UT rivalry. The SEC wants that, you know what I mean? They want that every year. Trust me, and they 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 value that the Aggie and the LSU rivalry that used to pop up all the time. So. Um, if you have OU over there, I mean, there's really no built-in rivalries. But that the the East kind of does need a little more uh, oomph behind it, right? Because you have Vanderbilt and Missouri always dragging it down. Kentucky's never been good until recently. The Gators are off their game right now, but Florida's usually pretty good. South Carolina's always kind of middle of the pack, right? They're always like the, the Mississippi State of the West. But over in the West, it always seems like you got teams that, uh, for better or for worse, are usually better than than the than the East, but that's not the case right now. He's got the two best teams in the SEC uh, plus the Wildcats, so don't know. Uh, but I think that's what happens. Pac-12 got rid of the divisions. Yes, uh, Dana wears on the kids worse than Jimbo. The East side of the bracket is crazy hard. They need to leave it out. I mean, it's not crazy hard, but it's just the, like the pendulum has swung to that side, right? It used to be you didn't want to be in the West because it was always Bama and LSU. Always Bama and LSU. And then Mississippi State would get to bug up their ass and be pretty good. Or you know, Auburn would get a Cam Newton and, and do some shit. And, and then you'd always look over there and be like, well, it's Georgia and Florida. Or, you know, or a Jadavion Clowney-led South Carolina team. But it was always those teams. Georgia was usually pretty steady at the top. And Florida not far behind, or vice versa. And then the rest of them kind of just milled about. But the West always had three or four really good teams. It's not the case now. SEC as a whole, I would say is is really having a down year, comparatively speaking, right? Especially with Bama. Bama's kind of dragging them down. Who to thunk it? Bama dragging down the SEC. I saw somebody say, uh, that uh, the, uh, what's it called? This is the worst coaching job by Nick Saban in years. I think I'd blame Bill (laughs) O'Brien. What is Bama's uh, overall points for versus points against? Let's see here. Bama scoring 376, allowing 165. 376 is still the best in the West. Uh, Tennessee's scoring more, and, and Georgia is not. So, yeah. Georgia's defense, though, giving up 97 points total. Wow. Wow. Uh, what did I say? I do too, Barry, but I'm grasping. I remember Missouri won the SEC East before. Yeah, that was uh, that was back when, uh, what's his name, came out. Um, the linebacker, the first openly uh, gay player to enter the draft. Uh, that was when Missouri, that was, I think that was the last time Missouri was any good. So, yeah, the East is the. The East is the prize of the SEC right now. So we'll see. There's some college football talk for you though. We don't do it a lot. We usually we usually don't get yeah, Mizzou, you're right. Uh you, you usually don't get a bunch in. We're consumed by other stuff. So it was kind of nice to uh talk about some college foosball. Um If you gave a shit, we didn't go through the rest of it, but here's the rest of the top 25 since last night. Ole Miss is 11, UCLA, Utah, Penn State, North Carolina, NC State, Tulane, Texas is at 18, K-State 19, Notre Dame 20, Illinois 21, UCF 22, Florida State 23, Kentucky 24, and Washington 25. And by the way, this happening, it really helps this. LSU's first loss of the season was Florida State, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't that right? Didn't they lose to Florida State? Yeah, that was their first loss of the season. And it was close, 24-23, but I remember all the Brian Kelly memes right off the rip. Yep, Michael Sam, good shot, good job, uh, Evil Death. So that actually is somewhat beneficial to LSU, that Florida State can somehow be relevant again and crack the top 25. I mean, it's not, you know, formulaically beneficial, but... Their two losses are to Tennessee and number 23, Florida State. Not terrible, especially when you factor in wins over Bama. So. Um, I don't know what that is. Don't know what that is. I got to call the doctor. Hey, um, VB, are you still here? Are you still here? Has Jimbo been as good as Kevin Sumlin at A&M? No, he has not. He has not. Uh, I don't believe so. I don't believe that Jim Fisher has, um especially because uh given the recruiting classes and the hype and the expectations. um, No, no, I don't. I don't agree. I think Kevin Sumlin overall, it, it may have been a flash in the pan and not lasted as long, but. Even then, I think you got to give credit on Kevin Sumlin. You got to give credit to Johnny Manziel and Mike Evans. This is exactly right. Jerry Taylor just posted. Jimbo doesn't have Johnny either. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, It's amazing how good a quarterback can make a coach look, and that's what Jim. That's exactly what Jimbo Fisher lacks. Is is a quarterback? So when you got Johnny Manziel running around, Johnny Foosball out there throwing it up, and Mike Evans makes Johnny Manziel look like John Elway then everybody's happy, right? Mike Evans is really the unsung hero. Mike Evans made Johnny Manziel look great. Johnny Manziel made Kevin Sumlin look great. And Kevin Sumlin made a look great. But it all started with Mike Evans. Because I I truly, honestly believe this. If Johnny Manziel didn't have Mike Evans to go up and just grab every 50-50 ball he heaved up out of desperation. <sighs> We'd be talking about a different Johnny Manziel. And I, I, don't get me wrong. He made some really exciting plays. I mean, you can't discount the Bama play when he fumbled the ball and still threw the touchdown and all that and the running, and I get it. But if you go back and look, <laughs> I watched all those games. I'm telling you, Mike Evans bailed that dude out on a regular basis. And I think it showed once he got to the pros. You see who the real star was from that team. It was not Johnny Manziel. It was absolutely Mike Evans. So, Mike Evans made Manziel look good. Manziel made Sumlin look good. And Sumlin made A&M look good for a very short period of time. And then when all that went away, it all came crashing down. And uh, I think that's what Jimbo lacks right now. He doesn't have a Johnny Manziel or a Mike Evans. I mean, he's got a, don't get me wrong, He's he's got a hell of a run game. Uh, the O-line needs some work. They're pretty young, if I'm not mistaken. The, the defense isn't great, but... It starts and ends with quarterback play, especially in the SEC, especially if you're going to be an upper echelon team. So they don't have that. I tell you what, King was a guy that I, from the moment I saw him last year, I was like, nope, I wouldn't even waste my time with that cat. That's not it. He's not it. Can he be? Maybe, but he wasn't it. (laughs) CC, you were at that game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, if only Johnny would have stayed at A&M for eight years, like Case Kingdom. Ooh, shots fired. Oh, get that as a sounder. Um, I would love to go back and see like what, what Mike Evans' stats were. Just, I'd like to, I wish they would break down like 50, 50 balls and all that shit. Man, that'd be, that'd be pretty interesting to see. All right. So there you go. There is some college foosball for you. Uh, we did not do this. So I'm going to give you your NFL injury report. And then I want to talk about Kyrie Irving for a bit. Oh, you know what? Uh, We didn't do this. And I wanted to get this from you guys. So I gave you, are we discussed? I should say, uh, this is the top four or top six, right? Georgia, Ohio state, Michigan, TCU is the top four. That's the playoffs, a playoffs. And then Tennessee is five, Oregon six, Um, what, what, what is your top six, chat? What is your top six? Give me, uh, give me your order. I'm going to type mine in. Uh, but I, I did want to kind of get y'all's opinion on what you think. All right. So I'm going to give you my top six. Uh, Georgia. Uh, I already answered that question, Reyes. I answered it earlier. Uh, I'll tell you in a second. One, two, three. Oh, damn it, Jared Taylor. I'm slap the fire out of you. Uh no, Reyes, we're gonna do it tomorrow. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, unless we run out of shit to talk about by four o'clock. Oh, that's a good point, Amos. That that eight, yeah, that NIL beef looks real stupid now. Let's see. Uh, mm-mm mm-mm. What is the abbreviation for Oregon? OR Yeah, okay. Although I honestly think USC would beat TCU, but I I'm going to go ahead and give it to them. There's my top 6 right now. I got Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Tennessee, Oregon, TCU. Tennessee's only losses to the number 1 team in the country um i you know obviously ohio state is who they are michigan same thing they moved up with a big win uh i just tcu don't get me wrong we looked at it super impressive but and maybe i'm just being disrespectful to tcu but they're undefeated and they ran the table so far in the big 12 and they've played four they played four top 20 teams in a row and beat them all beat the pants off of them but i just think tennessee has proven to me, I think if they played number one, my God, how fun would that game be, right? <clears throat> Tennessee, Georgia scared me because you were worried about Georgia's defense stifling Tennessee's offense, which which it absolutely did. It's almost like a super hyped UFC fight, right? Where you're just like, oh, man, I can't wait to see them slug it out. And then they they both are scared to get knocked out, so they pull their punches. I feel like that's in a way what kind of happened in Georgia, Tennessee. But at the same time, Georgia just stifled that offense. Um. But it would definitely be a fun game watching TCU and Tennessee play. And then I have uh, Oregon on there ahead of TCU because Oregon's only loss uh, early on was to Georgia as well. And they're a different team now. So I'm sorry, but I have two one-loss teams ahead of TCU, or one one one-loss team ahead of TCU, or two, excuse me. I have Tennessee and Oregon. So I would just move Tennessee and Oregon up and TCU down to six. That would be my top six. What's your top six chat? Put them in the chat. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Told us I can't wait until conference champs get uh, auto entry. God, that would be dope. I had a slide. We can't use it this week. But I had a slide from last week that showed the top 10. Because remember, that's what they're doing now. Um, they're saying, I think it's 2024. They're going to the top 10, right? Where's my slide at that I had? It was last week's. So if you look at this, hold on. Phew, that and then this slide. Oh, where is it? Did I Did I delete it? What a dipshit. Hold on. Uh no. Was it Tuesdays? Uh, no. Wednesday. Uh, no. Thursday. Yes. All right, so this was the what-if scenario, right? And this was last week's. I didn't get a chance. I was going to make it for this week. I just, you know, as, as, as so goes everything else, I just ran out of time. But this is kind of shows you what the playoffs look like, right? So this is what the poll, or the, the rankings you see is week one of the college football rankings, playoff rankings, uh, where it was Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson. Uh, actually... Oh, maybe so. Let's see. So this is what the, the, this is the what if scenario from last time. Top 12. Sorry. Uh, Top 10. Is that an extra four weeks? So this is what it would have looked like last week. So if we did the side by side, right, you would have had uh, Tennessee, Tennessee, uh, OSU, Clemson and TCU. So you, I think each represented the big four conferences. Then you had Pac-10 um, or Pac-12, excuse me, which was playing. You had Georgia and Tulane, which was weird. That was a few weeks ago, obviously, because Tennessee was at first. Uh, and then you had Michigan and Ole Miss and Bama and LSU would have been playing. So that was a really weird and crazy scenario. So this is kind of what you can expect. And they haven't done one uh, for this week, but they need to. They need to do this every week. But that was last week's when you compared it to this. What would have been the playoffs had they started last week? Pretty cool. It's going to make it a lot more interesting to me, at least. I like that. I uh, I wish they would leave it at four. I love how losing even one game can derail their chances. It creates urgency. College football is turning into baseball. It's really not, though. It's really not because some of these will be just be other Bowl games, right? I mean, you had four and six, what you've added is uh you had, you know, your New year's six, one, two, three, four, five, six, then you had your four playoff teams. So you've added two teams to the mix, and you just shuffle around the schedule. You might be looking at one more week, but that's not a big deal. You're already doing uh, but these games, I guess. So you had to have eight here. Uh, and then you get down to four. And so that would be, yeah, so you're looking at two extra weeks. Maybe. Hey, Marine, What's up, pimp? SEC. SEC. Thank you for the 400 bits, homie. Um, yeah, so there you go. That I, I wanna, I'm going to try to make this every week. Maybe somebody could help me, uh, but I need to figure out what their actual re- uh, requirements are. But I think this is dope, so I'm going to try to commit to making this every week for you guys to have a look at so we can kind of see how it shapes up as the season progresses. It'll be fun. Reyes says, I miss baseball. Me too. Thank you for your, uh, your rankings, Total Dollars. You were the only one. I, all this time I asked, you guys always want to be on the show and give me your opinions and, and then I ask you for your top six and I get one fucking response. One. One mealy mouth raggedy-ass response. And don't send it now, hoes. I don't want them. It's too late. Total Dallas. Says Georgia, Tennessee, TCU, USC, Ohio State, Michigan. Are you really just being a big, a Big Ten hater? Is that what it is? Are you just like, man, screw with the Big Ten? Like, are you are you just being a hater? There's no way you think that Ohio State and Michigan are, are five and six. There's no way you think that. If it is, I don't think you're watching college football. There's no way. Steve O wants to do cricket talk. I mean, don't get. I'll. I'll I can talk cricket with the best of them. Uh, and yes, poor Marine Dallas. Total Dallas is a bit crazy. Uh, I mean, look, I, I'm making up. Tennessee wouldn't. I don't think that's the stupidest thing in the world to have them at two if they're only losses to one. How many times have we seen Bama and? somebody like Ohio State do that shit back and forth, right? Well, their only loss was Georgia lost to Bama, or, or remember it was always LSU and Georgia, right? Or always LSU and Bama? Well, but yeah, but it was it was Bama one, LSU two, and then whoever else, three and four, no one gave a shit, and then when they played each other, they lost, one loss, but it was their loss to the one, like, okay. So I don't think that's crazy. Um, But yeah. Georgia, Tennessee, TCU is way too high for me. USC is one of those teams. Like I could see them, I could see them beating a lot of those cats in the top six. So, uh, TD is here. I'm out. Uh, Terrence got his in. Terrence says Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Tennessee, TCU, Oregon. Okay, okay. I ain't mad at that. What was mine again? Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Tennessee, Oregon, TCU. Okay. So you got uh you got TCU up there. There you go. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Um he probably thinks Dallas is winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. I wish I had enough points to time out total Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel it coming on. Oh shit. You shouldn't have said it. All right, now let's get to. Now what were we gonna do? Let's see. Close, close, close that. Got Walt's birthday done. Uh, close Walt, well, close that. I probably shouldn't have closed these because I might need them later, but whatever. Ah, All right, here's your NFL injury report. I bet Mines is like, God damn it, you said we're going to talk NBA. We are, we're going to talk some Kyrie Irving here in just a minute. Uh, but here's your NFL injury report from week nine going into week 10. Oh. At Chris underscore Reyes underscore MR1. My, 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 how the tables have turned. Oh, snap. Dirty pool, Total Dallas. Dirty pool. Oh. (laughs) And, of course, the mods immediately leap like, oh, my God, yes. That is hilarious. Hilarious. Oh, look, this, y'all remember... (laughs) Y'all remember Chris Reyes? I missed him so much. <laughs> oh. That's so funny. He's like, man, I wish you had enough points. I would time out Total Dallas. And Total Dallas was like, mm, you're gone. You're done. Wide it up. Big old titties. Fuck you, Hunter. All that. All that. Uh <laughs> Uh, what does I say? Fool, you times me out. No, no. Uh, he's gonna cry. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, he's gonna um. Wait, what happened? What? Have, what are we? We're all like wrong, wrong, Chris. Oh, <laughs> you timed out, Mina. <laughs> Pot, you dumbass. <laughs> That's hilarious. Potch timed out the wrong Chris. Chris is like, yo, wait a minute, bitch. What happened? I, I didn't do nothing. Potch is like, pow, pow, pow. Poch out here, fucking. Potch is the LAPD of time of people. i need just shoot first, ask questions later. Pow, get on the ground. That's that's Potch. Pow, pow, freeze. Oh, you shot me in the back and then yell freeze. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, and then total Dallas was like, shit, I was save it up for VIP. Well, listen, sometimes it's worth it, right? Sometimes it's worth it. Hilarious. It got timed out. All right, here is your injury report. Yeah, pow, stop resisting. What? You shot me in the leg. Uh, all right, NFL injury report. Josh Allen has a right elbow injury. UCL, uh, ulnar ul- ul- collateral ligament. Universal collateral ligament. I don't know but they're trying to get more info on it but he is questionable for week 10 could be out uh i think i saw 4 to 6 weeks depending uh let me see if they have an update on bills allen day today we'll see if he plays there you go right elbow injury to the ulnar collateral ligament and related nerves we'll see so yeah day to day but uh questionable for week 10 Aaron Jones has a uh, left ankle injury. That not as good. I believe he's done, right? Uh, Let's see. Uh, Where the hell did he go? Where did he go? So I was trying to get an update on this because by the time I had this, yeah, Aaron Jones, sorry, questionable. Um who did they lose? They just they just had a big loss. Uh No, that wasn't it. Anyways, yeah, Aaron Jones questionable for week 10. When <laughs> keeping it real goes wrong, right? Uh yeah, so what? What does that mean? Shit, UCL injury? FML. Family medical leave. Uh, All right, so Aaron Jones, left ankle injury. They're still waiting on info, questionable for Week 10. Adam Thielen had a concussion, so he's going to be day-to-day, questionable for Week 10 as well, especially after giving the whole two-a situation. Every concussion is going to be day-to-day. Jonathan Taylor aggravated his right ankle sprain. He is week-to-week and doubtful for Week 10, so Jeff Saturday's debut might suck. Ezekiel Elliott had a right knee sprain. He's day-to-day and is questionable for Week 10 as well. Keenan Allen out Week 10. He aggravated a hamstring strain. Jamar Chase has a right hip injury. They have their bye week coming up for week 10, but he is targeting a, a, a return for week 12. So if you have Jamar Chase on your fantasy team, keep an eye out on that. Mark Andrews has an AC sprain. He is, uh, they have the bye week coming up on week 10. So Andrews hopefully back for the Ravens in week 11. And then Debo Samuel had his ham- has a hamstring strain. He's been week to week and is again questionable for week 10. Josh Allen is killing it for my fantasy team. Yeah, that sucks, Dre. That sucks, man. That's, oh my God, Joe Mixon killed it. Absolutely murked it. In fact, you know what? Let's do this. Y'all ready to do some fantasy talk? All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do fantasy, and then we'll do Kyrie Irving, and then we'll finish it up with like Jeff Saturday, and uh, I got a a crazy stat on Derrick Henry. You heard that, Titan Hugo? I'm going to show some love to a Tennessee Titan. Strap in. Wind it up. I was trying to, I, just, I was like, why do I have Brandon Cooks open? Totally forgot to go look at that. Uh, Bloop clothes. Bloop clothes. What's up everybody listening on Podbean, Truck Driver, Pookie Cures, Reyes, Titan Hugo. Blah, 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 blah. D-Mac showed up for a little while. Bailed out already. Nice. Uh, I'm missing baseball. Yeah, no shit. Uh, let's see, everything good on the twitches, yes, yes, and the foul, and over here on the rundown, okay, cool, Um, Alex said, man, fuck fantasy, Keenan Allen injured, color me surprised, right, exactly, all right, here's the fantasy updates, now, I will tell you, this is all automated, if it's wrong, I've been working on correcting this, I tried to make this prettier and better for you guys. And I don't have all the standings done yet. I have one done. You can kind of see a sample of it, but I'll have that later. So let's go through each of the leagues. Uh first one is the Dan Seafood League, which is League One in the Barry on Deck Fantasy Leagues. This is week 10 update. Cooleros beat Team Villanueva 128 to 77. Boy, Dre is just a juggernaut. Beer Bourbon beat the Koala brothers. Uh, one eleven to seventy three. Poor Dimata. Poor Dimata. Uh, uh, look, thank God Dimata's in the league. <laughs> Uriel, uh, you had a really bad showing. Everybody else scores in the hundreds. Uh, don't at me, hose. That's that's yours truly. One fifty four point nine to Team Neza's one fifteen point seven. Oh, that's an ass whooping. I'm a Me, I'm don't at me, hose. That's me. Uh, and that's without Jamar Chase. What? What? Uh, Team Goodfellas beat my oh ho tripping, but my young hoku, uh, one forty-five to one thirteen, and oh my God, Er McGurd. This is not a tie. Evil death. This was actually one twenty point seven four to one twenty point seven. I just only used the first number. Um. <laughs> Total Dallas beats Cisco by.04 points. Do you know how pissed I'd be if I lost my fantasy matchup by.04 points? God, I'd be pissed. What's up, E2D? How are you, buddy? D'Mata is a bye week. You leave D'Mata alone. Uh, I put up a very sexual score. Yeah, 154.9. Huh? No, it didn't. Oh, five plus four is not? No, wait, six plus nine. I don't. What? 154.9 is not sexual. What are the odds? Uh, each of these said I won. So, uh, Dre and Juggernaut, more like, juggle these nuts. Somebody time truck driver Pookie out. I'm not going to stand for this bullshit. If, you're, if I'm going to actually re, accidentally read some of y'all's dumbass back and forth and it sucks that bad, you're getting a five minute timeout. Somebody timeout, truck driver pookie. You better, I mean, look, this chat is serious business, okay? This show is serious business. I need y'all to take this shit. See, truck driver pookie's like, bye. You take this serious. I'm coming here with these mealy mouth, stupid ass jokes. If you're going to go at him, go at him. Not with that. That was terrible. No, seriously, though, don't time him out. I'm just joking. Don't do it. No, don't. <laughs> I was joking. Don't time him out. Hold on. Wait. Yeah, don't time it. You guys, stop. Remove the timeout. Added the timeout. Move the timeout. to the timeout. No, don't time him out. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. <sighs> All right, so there's your uh, Dan's Seafood and Wings. Uh, now, uh, here's the standings again. Like I said, I don't have all. No, un, you can untime him out. <laughs> Yo, mama. Yo, mama is a bi-week. <laughs> Wait, are you saying my mom? Because she's pretty bad at this too, Demata. Did you just, is that what you meant? My mom is a bi-week? Um, thank you, Donna. <laughs> I can't find him now. You're a liar, Cece. Uh, but this is what the standings will look like once I get them done. I'm almost done. I'm trying to automate all this. But here's the standings for the Dan Seafood and Wings League. Uh, Team Goodfellas is eight and one. Beer and Bourbon six and three. My oh ho tripping, but my young ho coo is three and six. Team Villanova is two and seven, and the Koala Brothers is one and eight. And then I also put in all this stuff for you, just kind of as a reference, right? So you have your winning percentage. Uh, your game's back, a winning streak or a losing streak, and how many in a row. So Team Villanueva has lost four in a row. Team Goodfellas has one three in a row, and there's your playoff percentage. Team Goodfellas has a 99% chance of making the playoffs. Beer and Bourbon has an 83% chance, and then, damn. DiMata has 0% chance of making the playoffs. Last thing I added was the points for and points against. Over in the West, Dre at 8-1. and one, a 99.4% chance of making the playoffs. Romo Copper, Texas, six and three. Has one one in a row. Uh, 78% chance of making the playoffs. Don't have me, hoes, is four and five. I have a 13% chance of making the playoffs, but I've won two in a row. And Meemaw's basement, the four and five, and Team Neza, three and six, so. Big love said, say one and eight. Boy, you better get your ass on that waiver wire, right? Yeah, stop, stop timing him out. Stop it. It was uh, it was a joke. I was joking. Un- untime him out and leave him untimed out. It was just a joke. Yeah, Donna. No, you're doing right, Donna. Shut up, Potch. All right. So the other uh, leagues look like this. Uh, Boiling Dragon League 2. Team D, Team Davis. Oh, Dandy Dan with a dub. Beat DTFB team 99.9. Wind it up to 75.1. I don't know why the yellow box wasn't put on there, but uh, Josh, Team Hooligan, beat Team Sager. <sighs> Keith, did Keith just give up and just say, fuck it? How do you score 47? D Mata scored more than you, fam. 122 to 47. Keith Sager, report to the principal's office. That is just fucking awful, bro. The, um, Philip Barnard, Ro- Heartthrob Rob, uh, the Oklahoma Liontologist, beat Slaw Bunnies 121 to 82. Of the real, the real, real, Lisa beat Tim Tebow's protection game 163, shit, to 111. The champ, Clarence Marshall, uh, beat Cows on Parade 153 to 124. And I don't know why the logos aren't um, right, but I'll get that fixed as well. So there you go. Uh, Online League One, the third (laughs) of four Barry on Deck Fantasy Leagues. The Biffnet Levy-Dubbies beat the Sheep 118 to eighty eight jockstrap bandits beat the queen beast spice corn dogs cc is that a dick well that's a corn dog uh jockstrap bandits beat cc 118 to 102 team henson bzh beat slow white bronco jeff bell 136 to 82 team beast mode beat steven the weather guy 150 to 134 and team punishment beat bear down 131 to 108 Give me a 47-minute timeout for that score is pathetic, right? Oh, it's funny. 0-9. Oh, uh, I'm killing it this year. Dubs, what is your problem? PB Dubs, don't give a shit. CeCe said, and Keith made us suffer through the draft. Wait, no, that was Jeff and his slow Bronco pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Bell was the slow picker for sure. Mark said, I was 4-1. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had these done for you guys. We'll, we'll we'll have them done next week so you can see their streaks and everything. All right, last week league, excuse me, uh, online league two, where Jen beat Shock 141 to 67. I think I would change my name if I was Shock. Definitely not a lock. A lock to lose, maybe. Uh, here for you to hate, that's Jesus. He beat whose house, Reb's house, 113 to 101. Cut and shoot beer drinkers, who's Robert likes beer. Look at that squeaker of a game. 96.3 to 96.1. Oof, oof. Uh, over the love you blue two and a half. And B-Mart, Brandon Martinez beat push the button, 136 to 76. I swear y'all be beating up on my mom. And the last one Nola's Finest Pie Eaters beat Houston Fire Easterby 118 to 85. So there you go. There are your four uh, Barry on Deck fantasy league updates for week number 9. And what's cool is I kind of got it all automated now, so it's a lot easier for me to update these and a Jen doesn't have to wrangle it up. I just need to I just need to get the standings done. That's a lot of info, I know, but I just I thought you guys might want to see it. Might be interested in it. Uh, who talks shit all night? Jeff Bell. That's funny. All right. Back to the sports people. Back to the sports. We got to talk a little basketball. Mine's is probably gone, but that's okay. That's okay. It's four o'clock. I think I need to take a break. I need to go get a drink. Yeah. We got an hour left in the program. We're going to go to five o'clock. We're going to talk a little Kyrie Irving. Uh, we'll talk some Jeff Saturday. I have opinions on that move for the Colts. Uh, we'll actually talk some Derrick Henry for a moment. And I think we'll have time to do this video. I have two videos. One was a fight in Philly. It's kind of past its prime, but this video I have of this white lady getting arrested is fucking hilarious. So maybe we'll have time to get to that. Uh, so that's, what's on deck. We got Kyrie Jeff Saturday, Derek Henry, and a crazy-ass white lady getting arrested. Uh, let's just say that the subject of cum is involved. Yeah. You don't want to miss that. You want to stick around through this very short break. I'm going to go get a another drink, probably not a Diet Coke. I don't know what I'm going to get, but uh, I'm going to go do that and pee and stretch my legs. And Hey, you know what? You do what you do during the break. Poop, pee, smoke a joint, whatever it is you do. You go do that. And then let's meet back here and let's say, I don't know, three minutes, four minutes tops. Uh, and then we'll pick the show right back up and keep going. This is Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Labanek. Yes, I'm going to run a two-minute ad. Uh, but for those of you that are subscribed, you won't see it. And if you're not subscribed, it's not a big deal. You'd be looking at a screen that says I'll be back soon anyways. So you might as well watch an ad and help your boy out, all right? All right, two minutes, three minutes tops. I'll see you in a second. This is Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Labanek. Don't go nowhere, ho. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break Those of you that did What the Had this been going the whole time Shit did I accidentally do that ah, Hold on real quick Let me check my I thought I killed the stream on YouTube Did I not No There gonna be Let's see Did I Okay 37 minutes uh, That was a little longer than it should have been but Okay Coco. 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 And I can delete those. I don't think I need those. Um, Yeah, I don't need them. I need to delete this shit. Wind it up. Get rid of that. Delete. Delete. Nope, not that. Not that. Not that. Get rid of those. More actions. Delete those two lives. Forever. Yes. Okay. Welcome back to the show. We're in really a big show. We're in a big program. Kanye equals Kanye. Not like this. Uh. Ah, wow, flip. I don't know that it's appropriate. Um, I have a twenty-three percent chance of making the playoffs. Playoffs? Do you heartthrob? Interesting. Interesting. Uh, okay. Let's talk about this Kyrie Irving situation. This story is pretty wild and pretty crazy. Um, Kyrie. Uh, in a lot of hot water. I'm trying to think of the best way to summarize this or talk about this or, or even uh bring it up. Um basically he's in trouble for you know as you know Kanye West um was pu- public with a ton of uh anti-Semitic rants and statements and, and, and messages and uh, Kyrie followed suit in a way, not, not in so much as a, it, not in a, a ranty way. Like Kanye was like, I'm going scorched earth or what do you say? Death, death con three, which is not even right. It's deaf, uh, but death con three. um But, Kyrie did say, you know, you should watch this movie, this, this, and then he kind of supported a movie uh, that is pretty wrought with anti Semitic messages and undertones. And um, if you, I, in high school and in, uh, and mostly in high school, I did, I studied a lot of um, black Muslim. Teachings, uh, Nation of Islam, um, the um, uh, the teachings of Farrakhan, and uh, I can tell you that there are a lot of folks in that particular community and sect uh, of of the uh, Muslim faith that do subscribe to the things that people like Kanye and Kyrie are supporting in a way by saying that you know um they have a lot of a lot of hate I guess you could say in some of their teachings for the Jewish community and the Jewish people and um I think you have to be real careful how you say those things right I, I think what what astonishes me the most is is that when you get messages of hate from people who are a part of a group of marginalized people who have been on the other end of that hate for a very long time, it is disturbing and a bit tone deaf, to say the least, to... um, do the same thing, right? And I think the message that, that, the, uh, that the movie was saying that, that, that Kyrie had retweeted was that basically Jews were responsible for racism. If I was going to give you the one-sentence one cliff notes, that's kind of what the movie's intent is. And I'm sure there's more to it. I haven't watched it, but the, uh, the basics of it is, that, and I kind of should watch it just to see. Um, but yeah, the 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 message in that movie was that basically uh, Jewish people are responsible for racism. Uh, well, at least the, the 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 racism against black people, and so that's kind of where Kanye was, inv- or, or Kyrie was involved in the whole Kanye thing. So when he tweeted that out, uh link to the movie and said, "Hey, look, the truth is right there. Just go watch this or whatever." You know, obviously people lost their shit. And it would be kind of like um it would be kind of like uh, it's it's I think the more perplexing thing to me is that you would take a position um of of hate when part of what you just went through as as a people and as a as an NBA organization and and Kyrie was pretty outspoken on some of this after the George Floyd murder was about the message of the the hate that the black community felt from the police and, and white America. And so it's just strange that you would double down on it in that way in Maya in my personal opinion. I don't get it I mean you're not you know Martin Luther King said an eye for an eye leaves everyone blind. I don't think that you I don't think that blaming a group of people um in a way that the movie does is it's not productive right and it just kind of, to me, it shows a lack of awareness. I mean, there's no, it, 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 it would, it's the equivalent. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of a good equivalent of this, right? It would be like women who have fought tooth and nail for women's rights and women's reproductive rights to come out and, and, and blame the LGBTQ plus community uh for for their trials and tribulations of being a woman in America. I mean that that's kind of like what it that, that that's in a way that's kind of the equivalent. It's a it's a roundabout way and it's a, probably a bit of a stretch but that's the part I don't understand. One I think it just it's 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 ignorant to try to push such a narrow-minded view like that. And again, I I mean I can't speak for anybody else. Yeah. Kyrie's a flat earther, but that has nothing to do with, with this particular message. And and the fact that he didn't apologize or he finally did once he was, you know, had to miss some games and stuff like that. I think I, it's a weird, it's a weird juxtaposition, right? It's this weird yin and yang type thing. Um, to see Kyrie saying these things, it's just weird. Um, Because you're really, at that point, you're no better than the Klan. I mean, that's a fact, right? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. So, so are you telling me now you and the Klan, Kyrie, or or whoever made this movie and the Klan are are on the same side and they're they're hate and opposition of Jewish people? That's super weird. Like, that's super weird. So, I, I just... Flip said, "What the fuck? Stop!" No, Flip. I'm gonna have this. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to think I'm right. I'm I'm giving you an opinion, and I'm 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 telling you as best I can what my views on this are. I don't. I Flip. I know of all people, we kind of know how you are and act and react when it comes to race and issues of such in this chat. Uh, And it, I can't say that I always. Oh, I rarely do. I ever agree with you on it, but. you know, I don't I don't have to stop. One, it's my show. And two, it's just a discussion. You don't have to agree with me. You're you're more than welcome to type in the chat why you disagree with me. He's not acting or physically hurting people. Um mm, I, words hurt. I mean, information, especially false information and propaganda like as such, hurts. Why do you, I mean, this is the whole point of like stereotypes about black people or other people of color or minorities or women or the LGBTQ plus community. Those things matter. Those things matter. If it didn't, then, you know, there wouldn't be such a battle in the media for the truth. So just because it's not a physical action, you know, racism doesn't always take a physical manifestation. You know, the racism is more than just a physical presence in somebody's life. Not getting a job uh, is the result of racism. Has nothing to do with being physical. So while you can try to just relate it to that, it's way more than that. That's one aspect of it. Um, The apology also feels empty when you wait until you get in trouble. And I do agree with that, McLovin. You know, if, if you wait until you've lost your job and your check, it it rings hollow to me. And I think it probably rings hollow to the Jewish community and the people that were offended and upset by, by what he said and what he tweeted out. I saw somebody who was it? Um, big Sarge. And I don't know big Sarge that well. Um, I, I, uh, But he, he said something that I just thought was stupid. And I, again, I've, I've had like three interactions with Big Sarge, and he seems like a good dude. I mean, he has some wild takes, but he's always been nothing but nice to me. So this isn't a personal attack. I know like him and Kyle are beefing, and this has nothing to do with that. I just, it's a ridiculous take. But he said, how do you blame Kyrie, but you don't hold Amazon and Walmart accountable for having those videos available? Um one it's called freedom of speech. You're free to say ignorant shit. Just be prepared to be held accountable for it, right? But that's also like blaming Amazon for racism because they have American History X in their video file library. Like that's that's just a fucking stupid take. That's just I'm sorry. That is a dumbass take. So now what we're going to do to combat racism and oppression is ban some books? no, I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, should, should ignorant shit like that be allowed to and be made available? I don't think so, but, but it's out there and people backed it and supported it and paid money to have it produced and put it on Amazon prime. And I'm not going to blame Amazon prime for that. There's tons of QAnon documentaries and fucking wild outlandish shit out there. So I, it, you know, it's a stretch to say that, oh, you got to blame Amazon. Well, one, Kyrie doesn't have to push that ignorance. That's not Amazon's fault that he chose to watch it and buy into it and believe it and push it. I don't know. That's just, that's kind of a scapegoat type shit. Uh, what do you guys say in the chat? Let's see. Uh, he's not acting or physically hurting people. Oh, yeah. It's sad that anyone wants to be racist in this day and age. Peeps got to look past color, ethnicity, et cetera. Totally agree with that, Dre. Totally agree with that. Freedom of speech doesn't mean freedom from consequences. 100%. Uh, Evil does said Some people are calling Kanye and Kyrie black Hitler. I think that's a little too much. I think that's, 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 uh that's. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, I mean, look, they're certainly anti-Semitic, it appears. Um, but I I mean, just to call them black Hitler is just that's that's kind of silly. Um, Chris Reyes said, I agree, plus politics. What's mind-boggling about this is Kyrie, before all this, said he was part of an indigenous tribe and fought for their rights of people that were forcefully removed from their land. Exactly. Exactly my point when you do all the different things that Kyrie had done and, and fought for the things he fought for and took the stand socially that he did to come back and do this is like, what are you doing? Uh, ignorance is the perfect word for it. Kyrie is just uneducated. That's what happens when you play a kid's game your entire life and don't finish college. I right, put said of all this brings us back to another Holocaust. For example, what is happening uh, to the Uyghurs or the, or the, those who have lost their lives building stadiums in Qatar. Yeah. I'm quoting the guardian more than 66 million. Um, yeah. Yeah. I started to watch that documentary that they had on that, the world cup in Qatar. Um, interesting. Chris Reyes totally agree. We all won't agree on politics. Everyone has different reasons to support their parties. Right. Um, then that puts what he said on a scale, what he said must've not been that bad. He didn't get banned from the league. Okay Kyrie even posted some stuff from Alex Jones enough said uh super crazy super crazy so yeah it's a it's a weird thing and you guys asked me uh what the what the video was called let me find it um Well, this is an article from the Wall Street Journal, All of it's probably going to be behind a paywall. These stupid bastards. How an amateur documentary got onto Amazon Prime and led to Kyrie Irving's suspension. He uh, said he researched one evening for the Hebrew word Yahweh on Amazon. Um, I think it's called Hebrews to Negroes. Uh, where is it? Mm, the Black Hebrew is there right? Movement is fairly broad. Ah Hebrews to oh wait, no, that's I want the full name. Let me get the full name here. Hold on. One second. Uh S A D L dot Here we go. Uh it's on Wikipedia. So the movie is it's from directed, written, produced, and uh, by Ronald Dalton Jr. It's called uh Hebrews to Negroes Wake Up Black America. Oh, uh, did the bean die? Thank you, Christopher. Reyes. Rest in peace to the pod bean. And done. System resources freed. And close YouTube. Those are gone. So yeah, it was called uh Hebrews to Negroes Wake Up Black America. I'm gonna put it in the chat if you guys wanna watch it. It's pretty crazy. I mean it's it's wild. Um uh, poor Marine said I'm the most conservative person ever but what the fuck this racist shit should stop people in their tracks yeah uh, 100% agree poor Marine it's it's sad that we still have to deal with that shit and and I say we and I mean we as a society obviously as a white dude I'm pretty privileged in that I don't have to and don't encounter it so um, this is the name of the movie I'm going to put it in quotes I need to watch it uh, if Amazon doesn't pull it. They're under an extreme amount of pressure to pull it. And I'm not a a, a band book, burn the book kind of guy. Um, I mean, hell, this isn't the only way that they're going to get this info. You, All you need to do is go to a, uh, go to a, um, a, a, a uh, what is it? It's not a session. Um, I don't know. Teachings of Lewis Farrakhan. I mean, there's a lot of it there. Yes, it's on Amazon. Correct. Um, yeah, it's on Amazon. So I don't know. At the end of the day, though, I, I agree with what was said. It's a bad look when you apologize after you have lost and been indefinitely suspended. It's too late at that point. I think it's okay if you want to post it and say, hey, this this made me think while I don't agree with everything. And, you know, I mean, you don't have to do the, um, oh, some of my best friends are black or some of my best friends are Jewish. You don't have to do all that. But you can just say, you know what? This is another another opportunity to educate yourself. You know, some points are made that I might agree with. But overall, I mean, there's just a ton of ways you can approach it without trying to, you know, Push it out as 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 gospel. Yeah, one deep said they're making him apologize. He doesn't want to. Initially, he didn't say sorry. He says he regrets his lack of judgment and this, that, and the other, but he wouldn't say sorry. Uh, but they're requiring him to say sorry. They're requiring him to go to sensitivity training, to meet with Jewish leaders in Brooklyn. Uh, they're requiring a bunch of different things be done before they will reinstate him. So... Here's here's what this is gonna be a little controversial, what I'm about to say. I probably turned a lot of you off, anyways. Yeah, we numbers dipped a little bit. People always freak out. Here's what I think is interesting. Did I not kill the bean? Um, I think Kyrie should feel lucky in a way. This is gonna rub some people the wrong way. This is gonna backfire, some people are gonna be angry about this take, but I believe this to be true in a way that Perry said, he's still here. Just driving. <sighs> I'd be interested to see what you had to say about this, Perry, what I'm about to say. Cause um, I don't know if, you know, I think some people are going to disagree with me for sure. And probably black people. Um, But I think that had this been flipped had this been a uh, white player who was pushing a movie whose message was um, in line to what this movie's message is about Jews and the Jewish people, but instead, say, about black people. Uh, I don't think there would be a chance at redemption for that player nor do I think he should be given one. And so that's what's a little perplexing to me is that Kyrie has a checklist of six things that he can do, and his anti-Semitism is forgiven. But in, in today's 2022 cancel culture, a lot of people don't get that opportunity. So I think Kyrie, uh, as much as he's probably hating this, should probably feel a little... Uh, I wouldn't say lucky, but things could have ended up worse. Could you imagine, could you just imagine for a moment if Nikola Jokic posted a movie in support of a theory that David Duke has? Or let's say that uh David Duke comes out and talks about how the root of all evil in America is, is black people. And he goes on his rant and then Jokic posts a movie that says, well, I mean, this movie kind of does talk about it and I tend to agree with it. That's it done. I mean, that's it. So I think in a way, Kyrie is definitely getting an opportunity at redemption, because I don't think people really and truly believe there's that level of hate in his heart. And me is probably just more of ignorance. And yo, feels weird to be hitting the DJ horn, but goddamn, you got to. Poor Marine. 2,000 bits? Well, I'm not worthy, my friend. Thank you so much for your generosity, man. I appreciate that. Uh, poor Marine said, I have to leave, Barry, not because of the convo. Good on you for having it. Also, I need to make sure to apologize to you on Twitter for my crazy takes uh, on your funny, Uh, LOL, my bad dude. Nah, fam, we're good. We're good, homie. I promise. We're good. Uh, have no fear. You know, no apology necessary. So, flip said reparations equals free speech. I don't, uh, no, I don't think that. Your what has happened to uh you and your people excuses you from doing the same things that was done to your people, right? If we're talking about ignorance and hate, I don't I don't I don't think that gives you an excuse. Um, but I just I think I, the, obviously my thought was man, if Kyrie as mad as he is about having to apologize and all that, mm, At the same time, would would every player be given that same type of redemption? Would every player be forgiven as easily? And there are people out there who don't think he should be out of the league. And maybe he should. Had this been a, you know, again, have this been a white player talking about black people in this way? I I know I would. You guys know that. I'd be like, bro, you got to go. They're just hating your heart. So I think it's interesting how it's, it's, it's playing out. Just not, not interesting in a, I just, it's just a fascinating way of how our society is functioning right now and what where we're at and how we're dealing with some of this shit as it pops up, right? Um, what I do think, though, is that you see corporate sentiment um, kind of leading the charge. So, you know, these corporations are like, well, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to back that. I mean, Nike pulled his release. So I don't know. It's interesting. I'm curious uh, what you guys think as well. Drake said, Poor wants to see my nipples. He might, I might just send him a shit, 2000 bits. I'll just send him a picture of my titties. Huh? I ain't, I'm a hoe. Uh, Total Dallas said, I just want to know where your head and heart is. Once you identify yourself as a racist or a bigot or ignorant, I know not to patronize you or your enablers. It's a great point. Total Dallas. That's a great point. Yeah. It's a great point. Um, I can't take anything Kyrie says seriously or worthy of time since the flat earth crap. Yeah. I, there's a difference though in a wild theory like that. And then starting to spread and push hate and ignorance. There's, that's a that's a big difference to me. Right? Like you can be Alex Jones and say that oh frogs make people gay. That's hilarious. But once you start saying hateful shit about gay people, that's where that's that's different. Right? Or once you start pushing movies or publications or things that support the hatred of a people of any kind. That's too far. Chris says the double standard is ridiculous. I do think there is one. In a in a way, I think in this case in particular. So. I oh, don't know, could be right, could be wrong. I've been known to be wrong a time or a thousand. So that's what's going on with Kyrie Irving. Um somebody mentioned it earlier. They said, "Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Jeff Saturday got a job?" Yeah. yeah. Jeff Saturday got a job. Oh my bad. Total Dallas had one more thing. Kyrie thinks his opinion is valuable. I do that sometimes, but I'm not a public figure. Yeah. Oh, we all think our opinion, especially if you, you know, talking to a microphone or you're, you're in the public eye, of course. Everybody thinks that their opinion is valuable and important and right and should be heard. And in a way, I don't want to say everybody's opinion should be heard because if it's ignorant, uh, people shouldn't hear it. But um, everybody's entitled to an opinion. But you're also, uh, it's like Mark said earlier. Yeah, you have free speech, but that doesn't mean you're free from the consequences if it's hate or ignorance. (laughs) So, uh, all right. Jeff Saturday is the new head coach, interim. The new interim head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And Jim Ursay has, I think, just lost his ever-loving mind. Now, I will say this, there was um, some discussions about it it, it being the interim tag. And, you know, when there's an interim tag, you don't have to go through the Rooney rule of uh, interviewing a certain amount of minority head coaches. But they always talk about the spirit of the rule and the fact that he really didn't bother. He just went out and got Jeff Saturday. Steve A. Smith said that that was disappointing that he did as such. And I think it was uh, mad dog or somebody was like, well, what, you know, what was your, I mean, why do you think he should have done that? And it was weird for Stephen A to say, well, I, you know, I mean, I don't, you don't have to hire him, but just, you know, it's for show. I was like, what, what? Just, so you think that the Rooney rule is just for show. That's the problem. And I was like, I mean, I, I I think Stephen A, what he was trying to say is you could at least show some effort, but the way it came across on first take or whatever it was this morning where he was like, yeah, you know, just, I mean, just do a couple of interviews, you know, I mean, you ain't going to hire him. You still go with my boy, Jeff, just, you know, just bring up a couple of names, bring in a couple of brothers and talk to them and it's all good. I'm like,